I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast bringing you the uplifting stories of inspiring people from all walks of life. It's not hyperbole to say that books change lives. And today's interviewee, social entrepreneur Horiuchi Yoshimi, is someone who understands this. Her life was changed by a book that she read in her teens. It inspired her to work to bring the magic of books to children who would otherwise not have any access to the variety of worlds and experiences that books and stories bring. Children who might not reach their full potential simply because of a lack of resources. Originally from Japan, Yoshimi was moved to set up a mobile children's library in Thailand after meeting a young boy with muscular dystrophy in the north of the country. The only thing that he can do during the daytime as he waits for the other family members working outside is to watch TV. And this is not a choice, right? And I felt, I didn't feel pity, but I felt such a waste of resource. Um, like if we had some means to like um, allow him to go out and go to the schools or like um, be exposed to the social activities then we may have had one like community leader here or he may have turned out to be a brilliant merchant or whatever no but because of inaccessibility and because of lack of um, services we are wasting a very potential human resource here I want to make sure that no matter what I do, I want to make outreach projects that can include everybody who deserves to get every services available in a society. Yeah, that's why I wanted to make like if I wanted if I started a library, I would definitely have to make it an like a mobile library so that everybody who can't come to the library can be reached by the library itself. We are legs and feet on behalf of the books. The book that changed Yoshimi's life was written by a young blind German woman, Sabria Temberken. It tells the story of how Sabria set up the first school for blind children in Tibet. Yoshimi, who is also blind, felt so inspired that after graduating, she enrolled in Sabria's Institute for Training in India, where she learned how to put social projects into action. Yoshimi then travelled to Thailand as an exchange student and decided that was the right place to start her work, to bring books to more children. So Thailand, Thai people don't have a lot of access to reading. They have very biased view towards reading. Um, so what, why don't I return the, the favour, right? Return the, um, like, show my thanks um, by giving back to the people who don't have access or understanding about the books. In Thailand, it's like, oh, you help me, so maybe I help others, or I help others, but you help me, or something like that. So the relationship between people is not so rigid. Um, and this kind of giving and receiving uh, interaction, like crisscrossing within the society, I really love and I really learn a lot from Thai people. By setting up the children's library, Yoshimi has set off all sorts of positive ripples, helping to spark ideas, dreams and ambitions for these children, expanding what feels possible for them. Who knows what it will inspire in their futures? Yoshimi's blindness means her experience of books and reading was different to most people around her. 
She explains how reading has always allowed her to try on different perspectives, to experience the world through someone else's eyes. The reason why I started this project is that I grew up with like like completely sighted family, right? And my sister could see, I couldn't see, and we couldn't share any books together. I mean, usually when you have multiple children in a house, then you can share a book or when maybe you read together. But I had I had never had such an experience with my siblings or my close friends. So I think reading books, picture books, is not just reading. It's a time that you share with the people that you love and to care with each other. That's why I think uh, the picture books for children should be universally designed. When I really go into the books, I'm not only seeing it, but I'm also touching it. I'm feeling like smelling and I, I often find myself nodding along with the, <laughs> like when, when it says somebody, somebody nodded and I say, oh, yes, I'm also nodding. So you experience the environment and uh, Probably what I experience is completely different from a sighted reader. Sensing wonder, right? You yeah. just wonder. I also, same, same, same. I also wonder how sighted people can see the world. It's so amazing, no? It's so amazing. That's why it's very interesting to interact, like also with people who can't see colors and who, I don't know, like who, I don't know, like um, can't hear or something. Because the way that we perceive world is completely different and it's very, very fascinating also for me to learn the way sighted people see. It's very interesting, yeah. <laughs> My words to live by are problems are only there to be solved. I find a lot of problems in life, in my personal life and my professional life and sometimes like even including myself um, feel like everywhere is like there is no way out and I try to tell myself and others that there's no problems that, with, uh, that has no solutions there's like problems are always there to be solved I really believe this um, it, the solution may not look very close by or it may be a very detour it may be a very tough way but there's always a solution and we just have to look carefully there are always chances and it's for us to go and grab it if you want to do something really really hard if you set your mind on something and if you tell this to other if you dare to tell your big dream to the other people there's very little things that you cannot do this is what i want to do and because i mean we always including myself we always <laughs> look for excuse ah, i'm not ready to do this because of a b c b and maybe e and f but there's no perfect time for anybody so i think if you have something that really shake your heart really hard then i think we should really set your mind set your our mind and then start telling you we cannot achieve anything alone it's very very important to share your big stupid looking dream to everybody there's no time no age to be too old to dream yeah or too young to dream Sharing a dream or ambition with others can feel scary, especially if your idea is still only a tender green shoot. It can be easy for it to be trampled on by someone's reaction. 
But sharing your idea can also be a powerful first step to making it happen. If we choose who we share with carefully, we can start to see our idea take more shape. It can gain strength and momentum, become real. And Yoshimi reminds us never to be put off by detours. It is rarely a straight line to the destination. And detours are an inevitable and actually often helpful part of the journey. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed listening to Yoshimi, you might also like the episode with Robin Takashi Lewis, another of the many socially driven entrepreneurs in the Vision Vibes archives. You can find out more about all the Vision Vibes episodes on the NHK World Japan website. I'm Chloe Potter. Please join us next time to hear more from inspiring people around the world on Vision Vibes. <laughs>